Well tonight, we're gonna have a pizza party Pizza party, pizza party, pizza party, pizza party, pizza party, pizza party Hello, welcome to another episode of Gimme Pizza, a Mary-Kate Ashley podcast. I'm your host, Amity Hansen, and on this week's episode, I have Ross Brunetti, Woke Full House, back to finish our talk about Fuller House, season five. Um, so yeah, this is basically, it just, it picks up where we left off, um, and it's a fun one. Please follow him on Instagram, <laughs> Woke Full House, um, rate, review, subscribe, um, you know, I mean, you guys know the drill. I'm sure if you listen, you know where to find me. Um, yeah. So without further ado, here is the episode. But anyway, getting anyway, back to it. Fuller House, Fuller House. So the message, this message of that completeness and moving back in yes, makes me, again, question, because I think we talked about it two podcasts ago where when Kimmy, they had the backyard wedding and she couldn't like escape. Right. So it was like this weird, because they've broken the fourth wall in the past. It's like truly these characters cannot escape in, in, in their logical real world. In the last episode, they had, they had bought the new location for uncle Monty's and they had clearly bought or rented a, a place and signed a contract. Yes. And same bullshit with Steph and Jimmy. And then literally within seconds, they come back. And it's like, DJ locked the door, right? So that symbolism was really important to me. And I was like, okay. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, because it's usually, it's always open. No, she had to walk back and unlock it. First time in the whole show. Oh my and God, look at you. I'm me not paying attention to this on, entire this fucking is- series. The oh detail. Well, I watch it in VR, so I was. So really there you go. Attention. Yeah, you couldn't be on your phone during it. Was it like me. Yeah, I couldn't. I literally couldn't. It's the best. <laughs> VR is my new favorite thing. Oh, I want um, one because this reality is the worst. Uh, <laughs> I need a VR headset just so I, well, I just want to paint in VR. Painting is really cool, and then if you join, we can like actually chat in it. Like we can sit. Like I went into a movie theater just to watch trailers, just to test out this thing. And I looked over and I didn't realize there were like other people in it live. And I like literally, because it's now hand tracking, you don't have to have controllers. So I literally just like raised up my hand and waved and they like did the same thing. And I was like, and then I teleported to the front row because I was like so nervous. <laughs> I was like, I can't be near these real people. How much, okay, not to like get off too off track. How much is 400. I could maybe, that's a weird you can do everything. employment you can in do installments. In it. Yeah. I could probably pay for it on a credit card. You, <laughs> don't do it no no I just, open up I, a new credit card with no interest that's my plan that's, i really oh good God, credit that's right now smart. so yeah. and that's listeners if you're listening that's exactly what you should do you should always if you have like good enough credit always open up a new credit card with the no interest for a year promotion listeners i have four that's credit cards and i, I have, buy one thing yeah. and then i pay it off and i just paid off my credit cards this year so me too I paid off right. everything. We every credit card. at the card. same time and we had the same. <laughs> I mind. Here we go. We're both wearing white shirts with black graphics. I mean, I, I was going to just, I was going to put mine on and I was like, it's a sweatshirt. I'm going to be so hot. Um, yeah. But I am going to maybe tie dye the free Mary Kate one because I'm going to Yes. Yes. I've had people do that. Really? Yeah. You have, what's it like to have like, you so have many. like real fans. 
I, I mean, the person who t- does the tie day is like somebody who's been on the podcast and who's a friend, but, okay. um, but still I do have, I've been getting a lot of people messaging me being like, I didn't know that Mary Kate and Ashley still had such a community. Yeah. And I, makes me that's crazy. amazing. I love that's affirmation, inc- words of affirmation. That's what it. keeps me going. I get it. Anyone yeah, get, get it. criticizes me. I shut the fuck down. I'm like done. Do you ever openly ask for constructive criticism? No, never, never. in my life. <laughs> like if you have a project that you share with somebody, it's like, oh, it's in stone. No, I mean, I'm always open for criticism, but it doesn't mean that I won't take it personally. Well, but yeah, then yeah, I yeah. like apply it. You're a sensitive artist. Very sensitive, but I, yeah. but I think that's why I don't share it. Like I've like written like scenes of plays and I don't share things with people. Mm-hmm. poetry that I've never shared with anybody because I don't want them to and that's okay no, but I, I also know in return that that means I won't get any affirmation affirmation and right. I'm aware of that but that's again that's like managing your expectations where if poetry to you is just expressing Very yourself personal. to keep it private personal then nobody should be giving you anything but if it's something like like my example is this is like when I used to think my mom's opinion mattered. And I always like whenever I finished like a feature, like movie script, I mm-hmm. would, you know, I would want people to read it, but that's right. a lot to ask As somebody to read 120 pages of like an amateur screenplay. Right. And this is when I was like really dramatic. I was like <laughs> not funny. It was like 2008. I was like very, I was trying to make very serious art. Right. And it was about a girl who gets pregnant when she's 14 in the Midwest. And she uh, tells her parents that it was God. And it becomes this media circus around this small town about her immaculate conception. And obviously people saying she's a liar and all this shit. And anyway, ended up her brother actually raped her and said that he was dark. Oh, it's incredibly dark. But then it's really ambiguous where she keeps fighting him on it and being like, I know you're just the devil incarnate. You're the one who's here to take away God's child. Well, it's written. You don't want to read it. It's Ross serious work, which is so boring. (laughs) But like at the end of it, he like kidnaps her basically and is trying to drive her across state lines to get an abortion. And she's like, you're just the devil trying to take away the second coming. He's like, no, I raped you. That is a devil baby, blah, blah. And the car breaks down, heavy rainstorm. They're like fighting in this field in the rain as she's trying to run away. And then he gets struck by lightning and dies. (laughs) And then she gives birth in the middle of this rainstorm in a field at the end. So that's the end of the movie. So it's like ambiguous if God actually played a part, but he did kill the brother. So right. send it to my mom, which, why, why, why would you send <laughs> that? Why would you send that script to a fucking mom? And I asked her finally, like we were like having dinner once and I was just like, did you read my script? And she goes, yeah. She goes, I, I don't think anybody would ever want to watch that movie. She goes, can you just make something with like a dog and a family? Because that's what people actually want to see. And I was like, I cried my eyes out because at that time in my life, the affirmation from my parents was sacred. That was like God saying, yeah, right. And I'm so happy I got that out of my head because it made me flourish. 
Right. And because it's like, you know, I, I wrote, I did like a music album in like 2006. And when like my dad was alive, he would always be like, why can't you make an album like that? And it was just like, no matter what I did, it was always compared to this. And like right. my mom saying this. And so just like knowing to not have that affirmation, I think it can be applied to like, if you're doing something so passionately to not want to have anybody give you constructive criticism. Right. So, yeah. Don't oh. you think also it's like running our accounts, like me with Wokeful House and you with, with Give Me Pizza and, and everything with MK. It's like, we are the, the CEO of this. Like, yeah, we are exactly. in control of this. It's like, so. That's how I feel with that. Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah. I'm the director, I'm the producer, I'm it's like, the sorry. content creator, yep, I'm yep. the marketing director. Like, it's all here. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. And I, I love This is that. my baby. This is yep. like my. Yep. And it's the one account, Woke Philosophy is the one account I don't ever share with anybody. A, because it's so niche and most of my friends have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. Or like, obviously they get it, but they're like, I don't know what that episode is, whatever. Right. But it's truly like the one thing where I can just quickly make and then post immediately without anybody. I actually sent it. I've sent stuff to you before I posted it. So like you have entered <laughs> oh, into the circle. I am in the realm. You are in the realm. Yeah. There we go. So Fuller House. Fuller oh my House. God. My God. <laughs> well, that's, you know, it's so indicative of like this last season being lackluster because like, I know we're like just catching up as friends, but like. Yeah, but all, also, I mean. I don't have much to say other I than. I don't either. Other than I mean, like recycled plot lines. They, the, the episode where they were talking, like, that they went to the like wedding expo, mm-hmm. whatever episode that was. I mean, the funniest part of that episode was them smuggling Fernando. Fernando right. is like the oh, greatest. Oh, Fernando. I yeah. love Fernando. I think this season he Give definitely finally. a show with Fernando. <laughs> yep. They like make fun of his funny accent. Yep. They, I mean, his shirts are amazing. I can't remember what I said where I was like, I love Fernando's like his chest hair or like his he always has like an unbuttoned but he uh, i think him his, like he, his energy his like sexual energy i was just like th- there was something in the beginning of fuller house because i think i always talked about how all of the men in fuller house are really dumb like the adult men are just really right. dumb even jackson is like really dumb right and I even like though he's that, supposed to be smart with like he's not or yeah he's like a nerd. Maybe it's just that he's a dumb boy nerd. Yeah, Max but he's all, dumb. No, let me. But like, I also thought Max was going to be like a very progressive socialist gay character, and he completely turned into like a Wall Street, you know, businessman yes, with I a know. briefcase. And I was like, you missed an opportunity there. And like, seriously, come on. like he could have like grown up to be like it could, there could have been such a lesson of Max having a gay child, having, having coming out. Yep. He's supposed to be like seventh grade. You know, I feel like you can know you at that age. Of course. Absolutely. I mean, maybe not everyone knows, but like you can know. And Max could have had that lesson. Yeah. Maybe for all we know, there was the lesson and Candace put the kibosh. (laughs) I just like to blame everything on Candace Cameron Bure. Here's my pitch about a better Fuller House or a reboot, the next one. It is <laughs> the end of times. Get. Yeah. Well, they'll definitely do a reunion episode in like three years. But like, <laughs> yeah. It is. Okay. Here's my pitch. It is the end of times and the rapture has come. <laughs> it turns out that Christians were completely right. Jesus Christ comes down with his dad and the ghost 
and they take <laughs> all of the ghosts. The ghosts, the three, and they take <laughs> and they take they take DJ. Uh-huh. They take all the Christian souls, right? Right. And it's basically a mashup of like the leftovers, where okay. all of these sacred souls go up to heaven, and then the the sinners. I love this left behind. Exactly. Considering and it's left behind, and Kirk it's with Cameron. Kirk Cameron, exactly. Kirk Cameron is a producer. <laughs> Yep. And then like uh, in my mind I'm like fuck the full house house like let's like let that house get struck by lightning. We right. have to go live in the Gibbler house and the Gibbler house is like a fun house, extreme version so you have a dystopian fun house main set and like the world oh, has gone okay. into chaos. I okay, know, so you I know, know how you, I, we 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 know you wrote, I mean, the first episode you were on that we talked we about talked your about. woke full house spec script which I fucking loved. Thank you. And love, and I want to see. And I still pay for the domain name, so I might as well just L- keep writing. Keep writing stuff. <laughs> I mean, I've there- been saying I'm gonna write, make a Squarespace, and just fucking have put the money, just poop it out for a year. Because <laughs> I have a shitty website right now, but it's like I <laughs> just pay for it. If you're paying well, for the domain, you want to do fanfic. I mean, I. Should we team up and do? Well, do you have fanfic? No, I could write. I could easily write fanfic. So let me give you a little insight into the modern Wokeful House. So like there is that website that hosts most of their scripts. So I do a Google search where I do just a site inclusive search for that site. Wait, there's a site that includes full house scripts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not I all did of them. not. Yeah, oh yeah. So they're pretty comprehensive and they're they're completely accurate. And so what I do is I do like site colon whatever the website is and I search it and I realized there is a person on there that writes full house fan fiction and has been doing it for so long. There are so many on there. And I think like I haven't been the best like internet person in my life, like I've definitely avoided the internet and Reddit, not not for uh-huh. bad, like I understand that it's an incredible tool, but like, again, I try to be present, so like I don't try right, to Right, 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 right. I didn't realize the community and I didn't realize how much fanfic, fanfic. was made. Yeah, A I had no idea. Fuller, full house. No, full house, yeah, oh yeah. Is it like in the form of scripts or is it in the form of amazing? Not like mine, like it is just like kind of in a you know a text it's, block on an old school GeoCities website or whatever style. Okay, yeah. but yeah. it's not in the form of like a because no, I so not like a formatted script. No, okay, yeah. So I used to be I was very into the boy band Dream Street, which I've talked about on the podcast before. Oh yeah, Jesse McCartney. Street. Yeah, Incredible. love him. R.I.P. Chris Truesdale. Um, oh my God, yeah. COVID. Crazy. COVID's so real, everybody. Sad. COVID is not a hoax. R.I.P. Chris. My 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 grandmother got it. You know, if anyone listening is a COVID denier, send me a DM. I'd love to talk to you. Yeah, that's what I have to say. Don't, don't send me a DM. Just don't send woke files. Send... Don't send woke files. He doesn't get on anymore. <laughs> no. Um, but what was I saying? Oh yeah, I was like on these message boards when I was a kid, and fan fiction was like. I spent so many hours reading fanfics about was it Dream American- Street. Oh, no, Dream Mar- Street. Sorry. Dream Street. Not Mary Kane Ashley. Dream Street fanfic. But what like- about that? You weren't trying to get on MKA websites because I'm sure they existed. 
I was totally on MKA website, oh, you but were? I okay. didn't see any fanfic about the Olsen twins. Interesting. I've never seen American Ashley fan fiction. If anyone has any, please send them my way. I'm sure they exist. I'm I wondering want to if read them. Time... I want to do dramatic readings of them. I'm... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if at that time that it were it was girls younger age like fantasizing about men whereas yeah. like they didn't want to yeah, write like the fantasy fanfic... things involving women which were the Olsen twins. Right. The, I mean the fanfics that I was reading about Dream Street was like Jesse McCartney being gay and like gross like porn of really like, basically like horny girls writing like these pornographic borderline pornographic fanfics wow yeah the world is so vast and complicated yet we're so connected and it's like that fanfic aspect is like yeah just wanting to feel loved and it's i like, know i wanting to you feel know these like characters so well yeah love it live for it I mean, I would I love more Fuller House fanfic. I'll try. I feel like it could be more interesting <laughs> than the bullshit that we were served. Well, if it's the this. rapture and Christ and his father. Yes, please. I mean, I, I and then we have like, like the Ramona going off to college, like see episode 13, mm-hmm. which I do love the, the lesson in that where, you know, Jackson realizes that he does, he doesn't want to go to a traditional college. Yep. He has to, but he does have a skill breaking into this, hacking into this mm-hmm. security system, which is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Ramona still has a nice time with her mom. She's like, I want, the way you live inspires me. I mean, I yep. basically shed a tear. I mean, I cried at every episode. I'm not going <laughs> to I'm You're a no human. monster. Yeah, no, I'm not a monster. I'm a human animal. But like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. The, the shit with Ramona and her parents, I think, is such like a good I mean, aspect of it. Ramona, I, I, and I've said this, Gibbler House, Ramona, Fernando, Kimmy, amazing family that I want to see That should have been the spinoff, yeah. That should have been the spinoff because, frankly, Tommy, Max, Jackson, DJ, boring really. as hell. Yeah, no, Not it's a like real family. I'm, and I think that's the time when I tune out when it's that shit. Yeah. Because, like, was the the... Do you remember the episode when Jackson is like playing competitive video games? Was that last? Yes, season? it was the last. No, it was season five, but it was like the first half. The first five. half, and it's just like, <sighs> and like DJ's trying to connect. Yeah, but it's like Kimmy and the Gibblers are so forthcoming, and that's so important. Where it's like we have to have a whole like this is my big complaint about a lot of older storylines is that it's mm-hmm. based on gaslighting. So. Every character, the, the story is driven because the character is being gaslit, and oh. that is such a boring plotline. But that's what interesting. DJ, yeah. So she's lying to her son. Yes. To get close, rather than let's say actually being close to your son, and then you could have a storyline where like he teaches her how to play video games in person, rather than her having to lie. And I just right. No, you're yeah, totally right. I mean, is about lying and like pretending to like not know something and lying and I, yeah, lying. you're right. Yeah, like the the whole. I mean, that that um the going off to college episode thirteen episode, they're pretending to host this party, but it's and, not. Yeah. And that's like a very much recycled from. I feel like the episode of Full House when Joey and Danny go back to the sorority and they dress up as girls as well, to yeah, win yeah. the seal or whatever that is, yep, right? Yep, That's it? Yep, 
it, yep. it, it just reminds me of that same it's like inspired it's not like a totally recycled plot but it's still, but it's still yeah. they're stealing something from a sorority right and this and time they is, include the kids because they need the kids right more and but it because, is like it's it's recycled but it's also hackneyed and it's also sending the wrong message nothing. so it's like if we want to be conscious about the content that we make this is the big argument i have i always mention veep have you seen veep i've seen veep like parts of veep so you get the tone of veep but it's right. very aggressive the language is the most vulgar language i've ever heard on any content and it's it's magnificent right the thing about Fabulous. it that sets it apart is that like we know that all of these people are monsters and right. it's a persona of, or it's not a persona, but like a, the metaphor for politicians being these power hungry megalomaniacs. Right. Right. And they have fun with that. So watching all of these awful monsters be ignorant and lie to each other because we know that's the basis, we have fun with it. But it's like when I see DJ lie to her son, I don't feel comfortable and I don't, like it and i no. don't think that's the way that we should be continuing because that's such an old way to make conflict yeah it's like what trump is doing let me just bring it back where trump is ignoring the coronavirus but he is making chaos in big cities like portland chicago yeah and then sending his federal agents in to say well this is actually the big problem but it's not and it's manufactured rather right. than having the problem and then actually facing it head on right so i think exactly yeah that's definitely something that i see with fuller house a lot i mean and that happened in full house i mean who are we kidding i mean of course they they lied and they tricked their kids in full house but i i don't think to this extent i don't think so either i feel like a lot of times in full house the adult plot lines and the kid plot lines were separated yeah and this like with this show they're always like the parents are always meddling with the kids in some way, but not in a constructive way, like no, in a tricking tricker, trickery way. Like they're and always then, like, yep. they're fucking with the kids. And yep. I, I, the only I time we that. don't really see that is with the eating contest and Max. Yep. School. And episode. I think the Gibblers are. Yeah. And I think that episode again, written by two women, sisters directed by Candace, by the way. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. But I think there is something that needs to be said because like it's clearly a popular show. Right. And so that's good that they're showing those parts, but it's like, I think it's a failure on the artist to take the easy way out in storytelling mm-hmm. rather than utilizing what an artist can do, which is transmit a broader message. Right. And so, at its best, Fuller House, like we said, the eating competition episode, I think, is the best. It does the best work with that. And, you know, I think growing up, I viewed Full House as a show that was like a lesson teaching show. Right. And then, the, like, in the early years of Woke Full House, it was about like pointing out the hypocrisy of that. And I like stopped having fun with that and I moved on. But it was like when Danny was talking, when Danny tried to become um, Mildew to become mm-hmm. the, the guitar player in Jesse's band in uh, the monkey puppets. Right. But he was like confessing to Jesse about like, Oh yeah. Um, you know, my dad threw like a girl and Jesse's like, Oh, everybody thinks that. And Danny's like, no, my, my, my dad really threw like a girl. And that got a laugh. Right. Right. But just the joke about throwing like a girl. It's like funny. 
it's funny. And it's like such the wrong thing to put into the brains of young people that you right. know are watching your show. It's a family friendly show. Right. So that is a failure and a lazy writing technique because yes. that's like fat shaming. You know, you look back at so many shows. Right. You know, I mean, always. so much fat shaming, so much, you know, ugly shaming, like yes. the word ugly, just people being slut shaming. Yeah. Slut shaming, all of it. Yeah. And, and I think that, like, again, that eating contest episode, I'll keep talking about. I, 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 that is such a well crafted episode. It's so, Jessica, yep. I mean, I just love when when um, Fernando and Kimmy sit Ramona down and you almost think they're going to like try and talk her out of this eating contest and, and they like, are like on her go. team. You've yep. come from a long line yep. of, competitive of competitive eaters. eaters. I love it. <laughs> on both I, sides. On both sides. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's what I want to see more of. I know. And even the, you know, the episodes with... Um, was I gonna where is it? I, I mean like um like uh Jackson being a singer. Right. And like they're like in the like second to last episode, he's like trying to throw to be his sick. he's mm-hmm. like pretending to be sick because he wants to, you know, Ramona to be able to do it for the last thing, and she's like sets her pride aside. I mean, that's a great lesson. She's amazing. But yeah, she has to then go to the wounded man and like right. make and him feel that's, better because that's <laughs> another problematic thing. It's like, okay, great. He's you're right. I mean, just like wouldn't it be better if like in an episode Jackson went to Ramona in a very emotional scene and was just like, can we talk? He's like, listen, I feel like you were meant for this part. I feel bad about it. Instead, they craft storylines around people lying and it's right. the wrong message. And if this show is what it's supposed to be, a family-friendly life lesson vehicle, right. but they're if- failing. But again, if you learn the lesson at the end that it was wrong to lie, the problem is just like the end of the show when they all come back, mm-hmm. it shows that nobody's learning. And so right. you keep... And, and I hate that so much because yeah. it's, it's even again, the biting. keeping people out of the biting. Yeah. <laughs> Another recycled fucking plot. <laughs> and I get it. I mean, the last season was a pinching second, with Michelle. Right? It was the pinching, but she didn't pinch herself. She, she was pinched right. by. But still, I mean, yeah. Evil, John, evil. So um, what's his name? Uh, Aaron. Aaron. Yeah, oh. Nico. I love him. I love Aaron. Yeah. It was so evil. Pet Cemetery, but so evil in Pet Cemetery, uh, but and evil in the, like in, in Full House. I mean, yeah. such a little shit. But yeah. I mean, I mean, they even reference Michelle getting pinched, so it's like very similar. But still, he like Jesse does like his character is as much as I love John Stamos. I love John Stamos so much, Me too. but his character in this show is like. Such a, it's like not bait. I guess it like belongs in the Fuller House exaggerated well, universe. Remember Jesse in Full House, the most unwell character, like no, truly, yeah, truly yeah, womanizer. Yes, um, but he was still anytime. grounded. Well, yeah, and he learned his lesson. But in these yeah. ones, he's like, you know, I think they're trying to show that he's like a new parent and he's right. like facing this new parent. But even though he has like two. Grown boys. grown boys who we right. never see after the first episode. 
nope. So it's like clearly he hasn't learned how to parent. Right. And here's here's the difference between what we're seeing in Fuller House and Full House. The episode of Full House centered on Michelle as the the plot. Right. We saw it happen. Whereas in Fuller House, it seems like all of Fuller House is like a play. Yes. Where they're just saying things that happened before. And that's not cinematic because in cinema, you have the cut. And so it's like, wouldn't it have been more interesting to see Pamela in her school? But again- Yes, but that again is making because I'm thinking about old Full House episodes. Like they had full classrooms yeah. with extras of kids, and they don't have that. They no, have it's they have like party with Jesse trying like to two be, sets. It seems like they have like yeah. they have the like the living room, the kitchen, the backyard, yeah. and then they have like one other room that they transform the each episode. Like some the vet other, center, or they yeah. have the vet center, but then they have like another room. Like that's either the the restaurant, whatever or the the yeah. you know bridal expo, yep, that's, yep whatever that's they have, they have one extra they have one extra transformative room. Yep, everything and then even else, the Gibbler house was just the their house reconformed, right? Exactly. In both Full House and Fuller House. Yeah, it's just like wait, this do they ever go to the Gibbler house in Full House? They never. go. I'm oh, sorry, you're right. They never go. They to don't. Full house. They don't the the shit with the Velcro wall was yes. in Fuller House. Okay. Yes, yeah, yeah. Wow, but I'm too serious to. Go I there. would love again, love to see a Gibbler House. I know that is a show I want. Come on, Netflix. Enough for let's get I would, it. I would die for it. I, I live for because Fernando. I, feel, I love I, Fernando. He's I so hot. I I think I he's really grown on me in the beginning. I think he was. A character that was a misogynist and i think right. he has become much more understanding and i really like that yes but imagine if we had a gibbler spinoff where it's andrea jimmy but then jody right like i feel like yeah. jody could be in it and we just get this wacky fucking crazy ass like, shit and like hi- heighten it yep if you're gonna and then, like, like and that I can believe. If it was a yep. Gibbler house that was even more wacky. Go with it. Go crazy. It's like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Because I, like, I, I don't, I'm sorry. I know that people listening to this love, like some of the, the people that listen to this podcast love Candace. They are Candace Cameron Bure stands to the death. Well, listen, listen. you guys got to, religion is a dangerous thing. I'm not about her. And I will say it. Ban Candace Cameron Bure from Hollywood. Listen, some of my favorite artists are Christian, Kanye West and Sufjan Stevens. But it's like Kanye has reached a point where I can't even like like him because of his Christianity. Whereas Sufjan, I love Sufjan. Me too. And it's like I he is so like is are his songs about gay being gay or about Jesus? You don't know exactly. Exactly. It's like are you fucking God or are you fucking a dude right now? I don't know. <laughs> like, but that's the thing. It's like Candace just. I, I, Oh man, we I think we just know me. I think I just know so much about her personal life where I'm like, I can't it's like Mel Gibson. Right. Like, I saw yes. he got COVID today and I was he like, did? thank God. Yeah, today. He's in the hospital. Oh my god, thank God. I know. And it's like, <laughs> you know, it's these people that are like, you can be a devout Christian. Right but you can also still make art that makes people feel good. Whereas like with Candace, I'm like, I don't think you're doing anything other than trying to convert all of us into being Christian. Right. And I think 
that is a yes. dangerous game to play, especially in 2020. And I feel I like think. she brings that to the to Fuller House. She brings I, it to Fuller she House. Fu- she brings it to the writers' room. She yep. you, you and anytime know. she does those reactions where she's like, "Yeah, it's lit." I'm like, that is so awful. Like in a character, that would be funny. But it, knowing that it's knowing Candace, that it's she's like probably exactly she's like bringing that. it. She's yep. bringing her personality to the role, and that's yep. to me. I mean, because I I love Stephanie. I love Joe. I could watch her She's all day long. Incredible. Amazing, grounded character. Yep. Real. Her and Jimmy's relationship, thing- even though Jimmy is like insane. Like it's a yeah. whatever. Like the he's men not in real, Fuller House are insane. Are ridiculous. I mean, the women the, are grounded. Though, except for DJ. Well, do you think? Did she DJ grounded? ever have to overcome her OCD? No. I mean, I don't think she has ever had to She's face She's never had to her... face herself in the mirror. She's never had to look no. truly at her behaviors. And and even the newlywed episode at, in this season, there wasn't a conclusion that was like DJ being like, oh, maybe I'm a little too competitive. And it's like, no. even if she Another did say that- Another recycled plot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even if she did say that, in the Fuller House universe, there is no learned lessons. And no. it's like- come on, like, give me something. Let me show right. some progress. And it's like, that's again, it's like Max in a nutshell where in the beginning I was like, oh my God, we got a woke, gay, anti-Trump You think, and then, they, and then they have, you know, his girlfriend, Rose. Rose, give me a break. Who she disappears and then she's back in the, like, just like, I mean, we have to touch definitely on the, uh, the, the CJ. last. Oh yeah. Well, CJ, is she, does she return for the last Yeah, episode? she comes back. And like, I didn't even pay attention. That's how bored I was at the fucking I triple know. wedding. Which so bored. Who the fuck has... Do people have double weddings? And I've never been to a double wedding. I've only been to like three weddings. <laughs> That's it? I haven't been to very many. You're so young. I know. Well, a lot of my <laughs> friends, like people that I know who have gotten married, they've been in other states and, and they don't even, they know I'm not going to travel to the wedding I so see. they don't even yeah. bother inviting me. But like people that I know in Portland don't really get married. Right. We're all too punk. No, you're all too fucking real. It's just like, like, and unfortunately Fuller House is representing this old guard that has given us nothing but trouble. Yeah. I mean, something, I mean, the the mom episode, the something borrowed, something new. Yeah. Yeah. Did they do something blue? Did anyone have anything blue? No, it's just, they were only about something borrowed. And so Steph got her veil and then realized she didn't have memories and honestly that hit me i that that was that was, that was sad i mean yeah. i was thinking i'm and this is me being very nitpicky about fuller house as i was like this is danny's attic it would be way more organized than this, than random shit in boxes. It's so true. It would be so organized. Like, like that to me would be funny. Funnier. They, they it, could make they a went, fourth wall joke where they were like, oh, oh my God, dad has this organized by seasons. Why does he call it seasons? Uh, right? This is from season seven? Doesn't he mean, you know. Like, like. 80 yeah, they're already I, making the jokes yeah right but they the, they just like pull stuff out of boxes and it's like the honeybee outfit yeah on a hanger right. or like michelle's bike <laughs> or like the like these things i mean and we've already been to this attic this like second attic like, and the kids it? did it earlier they went right. through it, yeah but I mean, and then we have like Michelle's bike. If she's not coming now, she's never coming. And that's also Michelle's bike was never a thing. I mean, like, it was like in one episode. 
Right, but it wasn't like it Michelle wasn't was like blank. Michelle has this bite. It wasn't like the bunny or yeah, the or honeybee like the dead outfit. horse that she got in the coma. That on. would be great if it was something like that. Um, I really wish she was just in a coma this whole time. So. I, that would. <laughs> that is the show that we need to see. It's Michelle's fever. fever oh, right. Dream. So, dur- yeah, during the apocalypse, they have to go to the hospital and get Michelle off of her bed and bring Michelle with them. Yes. And she has okay. to. Yeah. There we go. I mean, that's the then that's the content that I want. I <laughs> I don't care about this triple wedding. I mean, they have like, oh, DJ is like such a, you know, type A personality. She has her wedding planner. They have this like crazy wedding dress tailor. Right, the woman, and, yeah. And then the, you know, the these tuxes that they they try on. I liked Fernando's. Me too. His yeah. His was but great. then it's like even Danny makes the joke where it's like the backyard is immediately set up to be the wedding. And he's like, well, if she did this in a few hours, what was she spending all the money on? And it's like, it's like the writers like dragging themselves. Being right. like, we live in this crazy full house simulation where in the backyard, <laughs> anything is possible. And yeah. you can turn into, what was it? The, the rent fair. They did the rent fair in the earlier half of the season. Yeah. And then at the end, they fucking make into this like, what is it like uh, what's the company uh what's it fucking called oh that like you know within hours they're able to achieve this williamson wedding right and in my mind and joy mcintyre comes and joy mcintyre comes so in my mind you know it's yes it's the last episode and clearly we're in some weird simulation in this universe but Imagine if it was just the family by themselves. And then that's the impact that you get from the last message being like, everything that we've learned and known is from us. Instead, it's like this big thing. And it just gives that thing of being like, oh, you got to have a big wedding. Oh, and then Stephanie's pregnant again. Oh my God, she's Uh. pregnant. We should applaud. It's like, no, what it should have ended on is just in the fucking living room. And that's how you do it. That's like, ending. Yes. Yeah. And that if that's full fucking house. And it's like if they want to go in the morning for the post, the you know, the post credits or whatever, and they leave, let them leave. Right. Like, let's bring it back to that. Let yes. them move on. Like please, let them because- let them leave this fucking trap. And then they can't. They literally, this is a horror movie. Yep. They cannot leave. And it's like, wait, Steph. So you're gonna have two kids and then in wait, this house. And then, and then wait. But well, actually, if Jackson and Ramona go off, off to college, college, that's not bad. But they're not but going then, for another couple or for another year. Well, I guess no, it's like, okay. Next year. Yeah. But still, it's like that makes me angry because I, as a radical, <laughs> do not like it. You know, like if, if you're watching, like I want to, everything that I make, I want to have like a radical message. And it's like all that message is saying is like, Hey, don't go outside your bubble. Don't leave. Stay with the people that you trust. And that is what has gotten us into this mess in our country right now. People saying, well, this is how my family is. This is how I am. Like we stick together. And it's like, no, 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 no. It's the opposite. And it just makes me very upset because I think Full House, I think Full House delivers some incredibly, incredibly important lessons. They 
they even provided like the, the the message of like losing, like when Steph loses the spelling bee, mm-hmm. and then even when the guy comes back to the living room and they do it again, and Danny's like, "Steph, I'm sorry, you're wrong." Like that doesn't feel, happen in Fuller House. I feel like, like in Fuller like, House, DJ would help somebody cheat to win or to cheat. Yeah, she would be all about cheating and winning. You know, she's just so competitive. She right. just wants to win. I yep. mean, yep. God, I and, and maybe that's the difference. And maybe it's that like in Fuller House, we're focusing on DJ, Steph, and Kimmy as adults. Right. Whereas maybe the focus in Fuller House was Full House was them as children and the way that the weirdo dudes in their life raised them, like most of the plots were around the kids doing things and the reaction of the parents. And now it's the parents doing stupid shit and the kids having to live in that bullshit. Yeah. Cause they, which is fair. (laughs) I mean, I mean, that's like the kids are truly the most grounded characters in this entire show. Jackson, this last season is the most grounded character. He cries. I love that he cries. Yep. It was amazing. Amazing. He cries. I mean, Max goes through some stuff and Ramona. Yep. Ramona's great. I mean, she has some serious lessons. She's amazing. And I mean, this is something that's like totally irrelevant, but I still wrote it down was I, I miss being a kid and getting to paint my room. Dude. (laughs) I was thinking about that. Like their room. And she moves out and her walls are like maroon. I was like, this is the most depressing color for a fucking bedroom but you Number know one, she was like i want to paint she it. wants to paint it maroon and that's yep. her her style as a child and like yeah i, I mean and i already and the texted gibblers you would this. let her do it yeah yeah and i've already texted you this i mean the whole house is decorated so horrendously it is like home goods tj maxx yeah that's it that's it the mugs yeah. i hate the mugs fucking mugs i, I hate the mugs with the, the initials i hate it so much get a normal mug or have or like a vintagey yeah have more taste than just going on like the marshall's website or the bed bath and beyond website or whatever home good like, like yeah my sister ha- home goods yeah yeah my sister has a sign that's like in that stupid cursive where they send wedding and it's like you are or you're the best that you can be one of those <laughs> and I are had, home yeah gather like and my sister is so really hung up on grammar where if somebody texts her you're in a text and it's not like the, the appropriate proper. you are contraction, she'll get really pissed off. Are you serious? So I put, yeah. So I put her sign since I moved in, I put it in Illustrator and I changed it. Oh, she's home. Hiya. Hi. <laughs> I'm in my podcast. I'm in a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, speaking of like like shitty decor, I mean, just like I don't know if you can see there. I mean, it's a kitchen, bon appetit, like like, wine. I mean, my mom has like the most like ridiculous kitchen decor and like things that are just like you're in the kitchen, like chef. It's like, yep, yep, yep. Little chef things everywhere, and it's just the most uninspired, insipid, like. Going with the the flow, and it's like and never everything at Ross and TJ Maxx is yep. what she bought, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, Mom. I mean, Ross is a pretty good place. Ross, love Ross, but like they're, I love Ross. Too. I mean, their decor, their like home decor is you oh, really have to garbage. You, it's super hit or miss. 
you have to really curate your 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 you know home decor. I don't think I've ever been to Ross. Really, I, I only like say I big... love it because it's my name. Oh, duh! <laughs> I love I do love Ross. Both Rosses. Love you too. <laughs> love yeah, but yeah. Ross. I mean, I love like the clo- like Betsy Johnson and like the cheap workout wear. So okay, I do miss. And like do Mary Kate and Ashley make workout wear? No, they did really? back in the day. They did with their Mary okay. Kate and Ashley line, but they they have n- they, nothing at Ross. They you you used to be able to buy good. their like perfume and shit at Ross when it was discontinued from Walmart many years ago. You were able to buy stuff did at you have Ross. That? I think so. I I mean, I did buy the Justin Bieber like perfume that I still have. I bought yeah. some at Ross um, a few years ago. I mean, I love Justin Bieber, so I know you do. I love okay. the Biebs. I know you do. I love him. Love him. He's fine. He's fine. I like I like him now. Yeah, he's good. I he's loved good. him after the. I mean, I just love music documentaries. Like I feel like they really make you love, like appreciate the artist, and yeah, so when Never that. Say Never came out, I was like, mm-hmm. I love Justin Bieber now. <laughs> Did you see it in three D? No, I saw it on Netflix. Not see it in theaters. I was at the time I was like running a movie theater, and I like had to test it with the three D. So I had to sit there like at ten a.m. just like watching three <laughs> D, and I'm like, what is this little kid? What is he doing? I love him, love him. I mean, I I remember when three D was truly like coming to theaters, and I, I saw Titanic in three D, and I really enjoyed it. It's yeah. I mean, with the headset, with the Oculus, like watching 3D movies in it is so much better than than the just the glasses. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's worlds. It's it's beyond. It's incredible. Ugh, I need a VR headset. I'm telling you, just for the chat, because like post COVID, <laughs> post COVID world, I'm telling you, like we're it's going to be the normal. I think like. Probably. I, I think we're going to really be connecting with people via Zoom way more than than ever yeah. before. We already have. I mean, here it is. We're, I mean, I may never have an in-person podcast ever again. Dude, I'm telling you, the company I work for, they do not want to do in-studio stuff ever again. They're like, let's just get all these actors who have their own setups. I'm like, okay. Uh, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's... So you're going to move to Pennsylvania. You're not going back to New York. Dude, I basically am. I mean, I'm waiting. I'm still paying rent in New York because my cats are there and my stuff is there. So my roommate and his girlfriend are there and they're taking care of the cats. Um, Are you paying full rent for that? We're splitting it three ways. So yes, I am still paying Brooklyn rent. Oh, God. (laughs) Um, I know. I'm so worried about the election that I'm like, you know, who knows? Like if Trump's reelected in November, I'm like, yeah. maybe I leave the country. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. I, I have enough do. money. I mean, I have money yeah. saved now that I could truly like move abroad for many months. I could do like a work away or something. That's something that I'm interested in doing. Yeah. I don't, yeah. And I don't think I want to do it before the election and I don't think you should. Move but I think before the yeah, election. Don't move before the election. No, I mean I can't. I know. <laughs> I don't I think, think I could. That... I don't think you. The countries that I want to live in, 
won't let Americans. Well, right, yeah, yeah, exactly. They're smart. Yeah. But I think, I think if, if Trump is reelected, you know, I, I, I want to have some options. Yes. Yes. I just like want to save as much money. That's what I, I'm just like, I am the prize. That's why I'm suffering through living with my parents. I know. God bless you. Suffering through my mom talking shit about Jody AFC. Sweeten and Jody Sweeten. Are just you taking your, yeah, parents, they just don't understand. <laughs> and I think that Fuller House, the only parents that understand are Steph and Kimmy. Give me. I, Candace. And Steve. Steve is great. Steve is great. And I do want to say, I did write this down. This is keeping it light. Um, every time they talked about Uncle Monty's, I wanted a sandwich. Me too. Oh, my God. So I would kill for just like a sub, like a Shredded thick, lettuce. Shredded lettuce, yep. mayo. Yep. I, I don't eat like regular meat, but like the a meat substitute to me. You get it. Like, the, yeah, just the sub hoagie. ingredients. Hoagie. hoagie. Yep. That's what I want more than baby. anything. I was there, there's this place in Portland attached to this bar, and it was a late night sandwich shop. Yeah. And it was right next when before Ryan and I lived together. It was like right down the street from him. But I would also always go there because it was open really late, and it was the best sandwiches. And they had like amazing pickles and a cabbage slaw you could get on the side. And you were getting vegan shit, yeah. And it was like vegan, yeah. and they had like vegan stuff. And I was like, I would spend $50 right now for one of those. Oh, sandwiches. yeah. Dude. That's all I want. Yeah. And also the episode where they're like locked in the. Um, the meat freezer with the, the fake meat. freezer meat. with the yeah. fake meat. That fake meat. Just, just don't I, I, have that. I, Why so is that a prop? I questioned it immediately. And I said to myself. <laughs> Why on God's green earth would anybody allow that? to pat like why like i understand that like hd and they shoot in 4k and all this shit like i get it that shit looks fake and like things in film are fake but that to that be able to be passed yeah so just don't for one thing delis don't don't have, have hanging, hanging cows they're not butchering cows. no they're getting sliced shit or like you know right like i i get they wanted to like but no. like if everything else in the show looks re- like if the sandwich shop is going to look real, the right. fucking freezer better look fucking yeah. real. But instead they're hanging these like plastic Fake. waxy, what the Waxy, fuck? like And then they Halloween like interact store. with them and they're not like. Disgusted. It's like, yeah. It's like, you know, that's for all it's, meat, right? Yeah. Like it yeah. looks so insanely fake. And then, I mean, I'm just reminded of the episode of the Smash Club when Kimmy and Jesse get Jesse locked in the locked, Smash And it's in incredible. The, and it's that was so much more like they had a lesson in that. I they did not have a lesson in this freezer. The biggest lesson in that when they were locked in the Smash Club was Jesse was always so mean to Kimmy. Yeah. And it was the first time he had seen Kimmy in a vulnerable light and he finally like saw her for who she really was. Yeah. Yeah. Which I and, guess like they didn't really have the opportunity for that lesson in this. It's called Fuller House being lazy fucking writing and (laughs) listen i know full house is a you know basic classic sitcom but again like you mentioned that time when they're locked in the freezer when kimmy says to him like hey man you kind of treat me like shit 
it hits Jesse because Jesse was never that vulnerable type of character. And because he's locked in this room in the smash club that he has to kind of confront his demons of being like kind of abusive to Kimmy. And it really works. Instead, I'm like, Like, can you, yeah, yeah, I know me too. I have chills. Beautiful. I know. And instead in this one, it's just like, okay, we got to get the old guys together and, yeah, I guess Jesse's Joey, hair is freezing off. Yeah, but it's also yeah, and like, oh, Joey thinks he's the clown of the group. It's like that was always the thing. We we got over that. And it's like right. that repetition, that cycle, it's like this does not work anymore. We it's, do not go back it, to the start. It, it would be so much more effective, this show, if like bot like if it just kept getting more and more repetitive, more and more wacky, that they realize that they're stuck, stuck. in a fucking show. Yep. If and they then, realize these characters realize that they're stuck in their own personal fucking hell yep. And they're like, guys, that's did the you show know I want. The Golden Gate Bridge was just a cardboard cutout, and he like pushes it down, like pushes the background down. We could be writers for <sighs> this show. Trust me, I've. You're like, I know I wrote a script. Yeah. <laughs> it was more was interesting w- than any of these. I, yeah, thank you. I was waiting for them to call me. Hey, you got skills. You know how to write a story. I Yeah, I think, yeah, for them to break the fourth wall like they did, they could have done it just a little bit more. Yes. Where is she? <gasps> is that a dog? Yeah, she's <gasps> in my room. Oh, is that okay? Do you like but dogs the, in your room? Oh my god, I love it. We snuggle. <laughs> it's so crazy. She's so regimented now. Like we do a good snuggle, and then <sighs> I have my lamp on, and then as soon as I turn the lamp off, she will just like vacate my bed, and I'm like, I hate it so much. So like a lot of nights, I just keep the lamp on so oh, I can snuggle with her the rest of the night. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't want her to leave. <laughs> But she's like, all right, I'll give you space. I'm like, no, I don't want the space. I want you to stay. <laughs> oh, I would kill for a dog to snuggle. It's You know that I there's mean, that thing with dogs, like I rub like under her chin. And then when I stop, then she like throws her head back to get more snuggles or like to get more scratches. And I'm like, oh, you need me to scratch you. <laughs> and like, <laughs> it's very cute. Uh, we have a good time. That's the best. Yeah. I just miss human... Passion, <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just miss like. I mean, my uh, we had some family members over in my sister's backyard a couple weeks ago, and my cousin, who is thirty four, she announced that she was pregnant, and it's great. And it was just like there's a video of it because my mom was filming, but I'm like in the backyard and you see me being like, and like, this is my cousin who I'm like best friends with. I love her so much. We've like grown up together. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't hug you. I'm so <laughs> sorry. And like, you see me being like, I can't. And then every fucking, everybody else did it. And they all just went up and hugged her. And my mom, who's like filming, went up and hugged her. And she goes, I don't care. I don't care. And I hugged her. And I'm like, Vanette, my cousin Vanessa came up to me and she was just like, I'm like, I'm not doing mm-hmm. that. I'm so no. sorry. I believe in this virus. But it is that weird thing where it's like we've sorry. been so yeah, we've been so accustomed to like embrace or right. shake a hand or all these things. I've been really into the Yeah, I've done yeah, that's what I do. Um but the when I see here, anybody that I know, you have to I have to know you to yeah, even yeah, yeah. get that. The oh elbow. yeah. If I don't know you, you I'm not coming 
near you. Yeah. If I don't know you, I'm not. No. Not going up, near. Yeah. Um. But. Did we yeah. talk about Full House at all? I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is going to be a. Uh, I people just love hearing us talk. I think. I hope so. I, I like talking to you. It's a, I like it's talking to a, you. So. It's candid. I mean, full house, fuller house. That the connection that you feel someone who is like also a full house yeah. enthusiast is like who've really learned their like a lot the, of their learned lessons the lessons from it. who like yep. watched and rewatched and yep. watched again mm-hmm. and then watched full house, fuller house, and then just like remember the payoff. Remember the payoff. You're totally right, but remember the yeah. payoff of like. Michelle learning to ride a bike with Joey and then she falls off and gets mad at him. And that's like the conflict. And then like Michelle come like overcoming that fear and then riding and doing it by herself, like that fulfillment. And it's like, I feel like these episodes of Fuller House are just like somebody like coughed and like, we're just like getting like a bit of the cough. I'm like, has anybody thought about how to actually write this story? Because like, no, just thinking haven't. about Michelle riding on her own, I'm getting goosebumps. Where it's like, I, know. I can't think of a time in Fuller House. Where or I'm even like, DJ driving. Or even the, the right. episode where DJ and Kimmy get locked out of the car when they're like taunting those boys. Yep, yep. Like these true lessons and things. And these, it doesn't exist in this show. No, in Fuller House, they're trapped in that set. And everything has to exist by a, just a story of recounting. Somebody bit Jesse's daughter, and we have to and do we have it to, all in the house. And Josh Peck comes, and Josh he has Peck a man has bun, and he's, he's he's like a trope of a woke millennial dad, right. which but is just like boring, lazy yeah. writing. Like, why lazy. couldn't he be a fleshed out fucking character? Because it was written by a bunch of boomers who think of us as Josh Peck's character. Yeah. Whereas like, I know there's the irony that Jesse is going so hard to find out, but like there isn't that revelation of Jesse being like, Oh my God, I was super helicoptery. It was just like, Oh, "Oh, you like band-aids. Okay, cool. Just tell me. Yeah. Uh, okay. There's no, there's no lesson of like, Oh, maybe I should like reflect on how I, jump to conclusion right, or blame right. other people it was or, always that in full house it was just like oh my god i acted this way now we need to deconstruct why i acted that way and i'm going to change and right. now it is just like nope. even jesse even the most like un you're right the most unwoke macho character who still had like a vi- like very much very compassionate the will to a change chip on his shoulder but always the will to change and so he learned i feel like jesse learned more lessons in that show than anyone else 100 percent. and then he comes back to fuller house and he's lost all of it all of it he's like yep. a trope of a person it's because he's that house wacky. is cursed and when you walk into it you are sucked into a vortex of clown. non-change yep but maybe that's the allegories that the full house house is that same population that we're dealing with now that are just sticking their heels in and do not want to change. Yeah. And, and, and it's this nostalgia, this almost this obsession that we have with nostalgia and like rebooting shows without any context or without, contest, like, like exactly. Yes. And just, yeah, there's, we were like obsessed with like the reboots of the office. Like everyone wanted an oh office reboot. Everyone right. wanted a friend's reboot. Everyone wanted all these reboots and 
because it, we feel comfortable in it rather than facing the bullshit then that's like happening making in front of new us. Con- yeah, facing the bullshit or making new relevant content. Exactly. And it's almost like they're like, okay, you want a fucking reboot? Here it, yeah. here it is. Yep. You guys want to fucking, fucking jizz yeah, of be complacent reboot. in this comfortable, stupid, in this comfortable world. Pool. Yeah. Full Fuller House, I'm now realizing it is a fucking fun house trap. You think this that the Kimmy Gibbler house, the Gibbler house, house is the fun house trap, but it's really the Fuller house house is the one that traps the one you. that traps you. And you can never they can't get away. leave. Nope. It's like consistency is the only way. Okay. What you learn. Yep. Yeah. Yep. When you're done with your f- woke full house um, break. Rapture. Oh, right. Please, My break. Your break. Please make a trail, a horror movie trailer. Yeah. That. I think I will. <laughs> did you ever see the one that Adam Adam did, Jimmy? He did like a Stranger Things mashup. Did you no, ever watch that? No, I didn't see it. He's like, I think he's like a talented filmmaker. He, I guess, got permission. And because of the Netflix entity, he did like a crossover trailer where Jimmy wakes up in the Fuller House house and realizes that Jimmy never existed. And it's in the upside down. So the whole time Please in the- Dude, it's online. Is just look on? it up. Oh, okay. yeah. Stranger Things, up. Fuller House. Yep, just do that. Probably. And he like goes to the house and like there's like the upside down rain or whatever they're doing. And then he opens the door and there's like the- monster from it like outside and it's all red that's it's fantastic i've not and he seen like that. did it with his friends like he's a talented like filmmaker yeah yeah so, i mean listen I I, i'm sad to see fuller house go but i'm also relieved, relieved. <laughs> so yeah. relieved i'm relieved i'm excited because... to see if if you know jody and andrea barber do more things do other things yeah I think Jody's already getting work from Candace for Hallmark stuff, but like, yeah, I would love, 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 love to, yeah. I want to see the Gibbler spinoff. Yeah. Listen Netflix. to our cries, Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Not what if it was like a Hulu? Sure. Oh. Rival. Oh shit. I think what you need to do is reach out to John Stamos personally, okay. since you guys mm-hmm. are homies. Yep. And ask, plant the nugget. Plant so, the like, seed. what's next for Uncle Jesse? Yeah, what's okay. next for? Because uh, I would, and they didn't even really talk about Becky. She was in Nebraska with her parents. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I would love. I thought they were going to divorce. I would. I thought so that. too. Yeah. I wanted a more of a messy something off. Yeah. Or like, if they break the fourth wall so much with Mary Kay and Ashley, why not be like, oh, you know, and Becky's topic. in her in her trouble like she's in some trouble you know right but they it's they love topic. Her. it's yeah i know they don't want to talk i get it i get it yeah but yeah ultimately Ugh. like i you know i think i was let down i think having a wedding is trite to end shit triple on. wedding with like all yeah. those like i mean they have um what's her name mcintyre oh Joey mcintyre G- gia G- i'm not gia Danny's ex-girlfriend. Oh, Vicky. Vicky. She Vicky. returns. And you almost feel like there's like a window for them to right. get back together, which was pretty cute. That was cute. But, was, and Derek. Derek, Derek was there. Derek is back. That was cool. I like he Derek. He was, you know, I love Derek. And then Rose is back for like two but minutes. It's, it's, it's just always feels like 
they throw some ropes together to tie a knot and the knot just gets like there's nothing there's like yeah, it, just, it, or the knot leads to nothing it's yeah like, I, I feel so unfulfilled and i just I again with the wedding and pregnancy i'm like give me a break triple wedding in the backyard yeah. there's it's i know not to be debbie downers here but no but you know there's hope for fullest house there's hope for gibbler house gibbler house could be or, good or or fullest house the horror story right yeah I would love to see it that where they're like are realizing that they're like in a simulation. I know that'd be incredible to be like, wait, we can't leave. Like they walk leave. outside That's and it's like I cabin in the woods see. where they like hit the wall. Yeah, they, yeah. They like realize that their characters in a movie. And I think when Candace leaves, I think everybody. When Candace would be open eventually like gives up on her <laughs> acting career, when the Hallmark movie well runs dry, when it's dry. It never will. And, yeah, she's gonna get work forever. Unfortunately. Well, I let let's write the script and then we'll yeah see where it goes. Um, yeah, uh, let's end this because I have to pee yeah. so bad. Okay, and I'm probably gonna make this a two parter episode. Oh, thankfully. nice. Yeah, because right, I don't want to have to make more content. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Okay, well, yeah. Let's hang. Let's do a chat. When do, I like, know a, we say it every time, but like I again, I don't do much. I just garden and hang out and smoke. Weed. I know. I all I do is ride my bike and sit on my Sweet. butt. Well, so I'm around this week and next. So yes, just... uh, me too. All right. I have well, nothing to do. Thank All you right. for having me again. Thank you for coming on again. Black Lives Matter. You. Black Lives Matter. Always Fight the end. system. Kill your masters. Yes. ACAB. And, yep. And and please uh, just abolish remember. Abolish the police. Yep. And <laughs> Let's defund them. Let's reallocate funding <laughs> for the police and make yes. sure we have uh, systems in place for mental health and mm-hmm. uh, education. Education and, and yep. mm-hmm. community resources. Yep. And uh, vote Biden. Yeah, settle for Biden. Just do it. Let's just settle. Just for do him. it. Just do just it. Just do it. Settle for Biden and hold him accountable in January. Yeah, exactly. Yes. All right. Emily, thank you so much. Thanks, Ross. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you.